It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. What do the teams you root for, your music playlists, and your podcast feeds all have in common? Spoiler alert, they're a reflection of you, and that's what the State Farm Personal Price Plan has in common, too. It gives you options to help personalize your coverage so that you can protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you, so you can see more of yourself in everything you love. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state, options selected by customer, availability, and eligibility may vary. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's another Mock Draft Monday here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Hello again, everybody. Billy Rossetti with you here from SI Panthers on another Monday edition. Hope you guys had a good weekend. Today's episode being brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON20 and you'll get 20% off your next order. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Hope you guys had a good weekend. Welcome back. We are rolling. It is March 1st. Can you believe it? The calendar is flipped already to March. The NCAA tournament is right around the corner. A lot of good stuff happening. Uh, Free agency in the league year starts in about two and a half weeks. And we can officially say now that the NFL draft is next month. A lot of good stuff coming, and that's, of course, kind of going to be the focal point because it is Monday, so it's another Mock Draft Monday here. We're going to get into it. We're going to look at, as we always do, our friends at the Draft Network, their latest mock, kind of touch on that. And then, like we always do here now, or as we started to do over the last couple of weeks, get into uh, the Mock Draft machine over at the Draft Network play along with that a little bit so that's always a good time so glad you could join us uh, remember to follow me on twitter at bill billy underscore study r-i-c-c-e-t-t-e uh for all you longtime listeners always appreciate the support thanks for tuning in uh if you're new to the show appreciate giving me a chance uh hope you guys like what you hear i you know love uh love getting on here and talking panthers football uh so if, so if you are new and you know just come around to me uh quick note of myself i've been covering the panthers now for this is actually going to be my fifth season covering the panthers between panthers wire and now on to si panthers and this will be my fourth season already or excuse me actually this will be my sixth year i'm already losing track of numbers 2016 is when i started with panthers wire and then last year i went to si panthers 2017 is when I jumped on this podcast. So 2021 would actually be my fifth season covering the or being on this podcast. So crazy how time flies. It's really easy to lose track of numbers so quick. But uh, appreciate you guys giving me a shot here to talk some Panthers football with you. And we're going to jump right into it and go over to the Draft Network, their latest mock draft. This time it was our buddy Trevor Sikama. A uh, really good friend of mine, 
as always, you know, and you know, for you guys who knew what I like to do is go through the first couple of picks, and I kind of go into this blind sometimes too, just so I get like a kind of a live reaction. I think that makes it kind of fun too. Uh, but I go through the first few picks to, to kind of set the table for you guys, so that you know, you know, who's off the board. Uh, until, of course, unless we get a trade and, you know, there's not as many picks to go through. But until we get to the Panthers pick, we run through, set the table, and then we uh, talk about what Trevor or whoever does the mock, what they say, and then kind of discuss from there. So let's jump into it. And obviously you guys out there know how all these mocks have been starting. And Trevor literally wrote two sentences for the number one pick. He writes, there's no need to overthink this. Lawrence is the pick. Done. Period. It's over. Yeah, obviously he's had the shoulder injury or the shoulder surgery, but he's going to be fine for training camp. There's no worries. Trevor Lawrence will go number one. Number two, of course, is really where the draft is going to start. And in this case, he has the Jets going quarterback and going with Zach Wilson. And me personally, that's still kind of the direction I think that the Jets are going to go in. I think they could still get a little bit of value uh, by trading Sam Darnold. Wouldn't be surprising if they get a day two pick, maybe even a second round pick for Sam Darnold. So going to be really interesting to see what the Jets do. And then we do have a trade. Trevor does have a trade here at number three, but not with the Panthers. It is one of the teams, of course, little behind the Panthers in the draft order, but a team we've certainly talked about a lot as a possible trade candidate and one the Panthers certainly have to be on the lookout for in terms of jumping up from behind them, and that's the San Francisco 49ers who are sitting at number 12. And in this case, the 49ers are trading the number 12 pick, of course, as well as a third, two-fifths, a third and two-fifths this year, plus a first and a third next year, and a second in 2023 to move up to number three, as well as pick up a sixth-round pick this year. That's the trade details between the 49ers and the Dolphins in this proposed trade, and the 49ers move up for Trey Lance. And in Trevor's note, too, he does also write that he doesn't think Deshaun Watson will get traded before the draft. And I agree with that. I know we've been talking a lot about Deshaun Watson and kind of the, you know, the dream scenario that the Panthers could land Deshaun Watson. But I really do think at this point that the Texans are going to dig their heels in. This is going to drag out a long time, I think. This, this is going to go into training camp, and you can very well see Deshaun Watson sit out training camp and very possibly sit out a regular season game or two uh, till things start to cool off. Uh, but no, I, I do not think at this point that Deshaun Watson will get traded before the draft. So I do think Carolina's best option at this point is either to trade up in the draft for one of these top guys or maybe just sit back and see what comes to them at number eight. But in this particular scenario, he has the 49ers trading up for Trey Lance. Falcons sit at four and take Kyle Pitts. And then the Panthers do make the move here up to number five. And this is another spot we've talked about too 
as a possible trade scenario was at number five with the Cincinnati Bengals. I think the way the quarterbacks are going to get pushed up on the board and the need for some extra picks uh, that I think would entice the Bengals as a team that still has a lot of needs uh, across the board, especially on the offensive side of the ball. They really have to address that offensive line, and they could fall back a couple picks and still get one of the top guys, whether it's Panay Sewell or whether that's Rashawn Slater. So you're looking really at two teams here that I think are kind of the ideal spots for the Panthers. And again, we've touched on this before. I'm going to sound like a broken record. But the two spots that are kind of the ideal spots for the Panthers to trade up, especially if the quarterbacks start to slip a bit, like a Justin Fields, number five is, is a good spot because it's not going to take a lot to move up from eight to five. And in this case, uh, the proposed deal is that the Panthers trade number eight, a second round pick this year, and a second round pick next year to move up from number five. So that's a small price to pay if they feel, you know, even if with it, with it being Justin Fields, you know, Justin Fields is not a bad prospect at all. We've talked about him a bit. To only basically give up two second-round picks to get this guy is not a bad deal. And here's what Trevor writes about the pick. Over the last two years, the Panthers have made some aggressive moves. They hired first-time NFL coach Matt Rule to take over for Ron Rivera while also moving on from Cam Newton, Greg, L Greg Olson, and to a lesser voluntary extent, Luke Keekley. They went with an all-defensive draft in 2020. They then moved on from their former general manager, Marty Herney, for not seeing the same vision Rule and owner David Tepper did. And most recently, they created a ton of cap space for a potential Deshaun Watson trade just weeks after reportedly offering a hefty price for Detroit Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford. They're going to get a different quarterback for 2021 one way or another. The details of this trade come on the background of the Buffalo Bills trading two second-round picks to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2018 to move up from number 12 to number 7 to select quarterback Josh Allen. The smokescreens and reports around Justin Fields are going to be really annoying for the next two months. Through them all, remember this. Fields is a worthwhile investment with a top pick. I have to say, I fully agree on the uh, the smokescreens and reports. That's the only thing I hate about the lengthy gap between the end of the season and the start of the draft. Is There's just way too much time for people to nitpick on these players and all these reports and these smoke screens to come out. There are times when it is going to get really, really annoying <laughs> throughout these next seven, eight weeks, whatever it is. So totally agree on that. But yeah, this, this just makes a lot of sense. With Justin Fields having gotten out of the top four picks, sitting there at number five, ship a couple of day two picks to the Bengals, move up three spots, get ahead of the Eagles, get ahead of the Lions at number seven. Not necessarily the Lions, but a team possibly moving up to number seven ahead of the Panthers in case, you know, uh, Justin Fields falls here. And really, in this scenario, too, I mean, you're talking Fields becomes the fourth quarterback off the board, you know, in the top five picks, but the fourth quarterback with the 49ers having traded up for Trey Lance. So Panthers in this deal 
I think come out really nice. So, you know, we'll see. But I, uh, you, you really can't get too upset. I think over, over, over this scenario. You know, you you move up, you get your guy, and you don't even have to spend next year's first round pick, which is what it would probably take if they wanted to jump up to number three, especially knowing that the Dolphins themselves probably know that they are probably sitting on a gold mine. If they want to trade that pick, they can really leverage some of these teams against themselves, knowing that, you know, they could be coming up for Justin Fields or coming up for Trey Lance. You know, again, just to recap, the proposed trade that Trevor made with the 49ers moving up to three with the Dolphins cost them... To move up from from 12 to 3 also cost them a third and two-fifths this year, plus their first next year and a second in 2023. Now, again, we've talked about how these teams tend to value future picks a year or a uh, a round later than what they are. So effectively right now, that would mean you're valuing the 2022 first as a second rounder and that third as a, a fourth rounder, and then that 2023 as a third, or maybe even, you know, I don't know if you want to consider that like a fourth because it's two years ahead, but the fact is, you know, it's still costing next year's first round pick. But if the Niners end up as good as some believe they're going to be, that pick's going to be in the 20s anyway, maybe even the late 20s. So compare that to the Panthers moving up from 8 to 5 and only shipping two second-round picks. And they get the same position. So We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You know, it's that aggressive nature, but the price ends up not being all that cheap. So really like the way they move they move out here. Uh, and then just for fun, the rest of the top 10, Eagles go with uh, Panay Sewell. Lions stay at number 7 to take Jamar Chase. Bengals, after dropping back to number 8, still get an offensive tackle in Rashawn Slater. Uh, Broncos get Caleb Farley, and then the... Cowboys round up the top 10 with Patrick Sertain the second. And of course, you can check out the rest of the mock over at thedraftnetwork.com. But that's where the Panthers went in this particular mock. And again, I don't think you can hate the move at all. Moving up three spots, only costing two second round picks, and they get their quarterback of the future. So it'll be time for us to jump back into the mock draft machine ourselves for another live mock draft here on the podcast. But before we get into that, quick shout out to our friends at betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football, of course, might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Uh, 
Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online even has you covered for the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and use our promo code LOCKED ON, and you will get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So that's betonline.ag. Sign up today and use promo code LOCKED ON to get your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So let's do some mock drafting, shall we? Let's do another seven-round mock draft as we've been doing here on the uh, Monday editions now of the podcast. Let's go into the machine and start having ourselves some fun. And I think we're also going you know, to again just kind of let the the board kind of fall to us and let the trades come to us and see what we do with the trades here. So let's start and we roll through and this mock draft already went interesting as the picks went through. I noticed that the number two pick was the Jets actually taking Jamar Chase. So in this so in that scenario they keep Sam Bradford, go with Jamar Chase. And so now we've got some offers here. Uh, looks like to both looks like to move down. We've got a couple teams that want to trade up with us. Uh, we've got the 49ers wanting to send us their third, fourth, and fifth round pick to move up to number eight. We've got the Washington football team offering a second, a fourth, and a fifth to move up from 19. And the Chicago Bears offering a two and a three to move up to 20. Well, right away, I think we can eliminate Chicago because, you know, yeah, they're giving us a two and a three, but Washington at least giving us an extra pick, a two, a four, and a five to only move down one spot. Uh, But San Francisco offering a three, a four, and a five, and we'd only be moving down four spots. And I like the talent pool in the uh, the third round. But I think we're going to switch it up a, a little bit here. I think we're going to stay at number eight and just uh, pick the best player available here. So we're going to decline the offers here, stay at number eight, and take a look at the board. So we've seen the f- uh, first seven picks. Uh, I've only seen two quarterbacks go off the board. So this is actually kind of a dream scenario for the Panthers. Only two quarterbacks taken in the top six picks. Trevor Lawrence goes to the Jags, Jamar Chase to the Jets, Panay Sewell to the Dolphins, Micah Parsons to the Falcons, Jalen Waddell to the Bengals, and Zach Wilson to the Eagles. And then Caleb Farley goes to the Lions at seven. Now, you know, if we were slowing up this draft um, probably would have traded up to number five to get Zach Wilson. But really, I think this is a fine scenario because now we can go ahead, grab Justin Fields, and we don't even have to give up any draft picks at all. So this is perfect. You know, if we were to trade back to number 12, both Justin Fields and Trey Lance are probably gone. So this is a dream scenario for the Panthers. So let's lock in Justin Fields at number eight. And then, of course, yep, Trey Lance goes right after at number nine. And then Mac Jones actually goes number 12 
to the 49ers. So that was a perfect start, I think, for what we expect to happen uh, with the Panthers being aggressive uh, with the quarterback position. So we've gotten Justin Fields at number eight. Didn't even have to move at all. Fields just falls into our laps with the eighth pick. So we don't have to give up any picks. Everything's good. We're back on the clock here at number 39, but we've actually got a trade offer. Uh, the Raiders are offering their fifth round pick to move back nine spots. Eh, I don't think I like just picking up a fifth to move back here in the second round. I think we're going to stay here at 39. See what we got on the board here. So let's take a look here. We've got some offensive tackles on the board here. And, you know, obviously we really have to address that position as well. Especially now that we've, um, now that we've gotten our quarterback, we've got to try to lock down our tackles of the future. Again, ideally they're going to lock up Taylor Moten to a long-term deal. At the very least, I think they're going to give him uh, the franchise tag. But looking at the linemen that are available, uh, Dylan Radins is on the board out of North Dakota State. Alex Leatherwood out of Alabama. Those look like the two two top guys here. Uh, you've got James Hudson out of Cincinnati, Jackson Carmen, uh, but those are probably later guys. But I think let's go ahead and grab one of those offensive tackles now. And I tell you what, I'm a big fan of uh, of Raiden's. And, you know, I, you could slot him kind of anywhere on the line. It wouldn't be surprising, too, if maybe they moved Moten to left tackle and put Raiden's at right. And you could probably flip those guys as well. But I think that gives you two really good young offensive tackles to build around Justin Fields. So I think Raiden's, Raiden's is going to be the pick here at number 39. So we've already started to solidify the young nucleus of the offensive line. Uh, another pick, or another trade rather. So the Ravens want to move down from 58 to 73 and also want our fifth round pick here. Um, and this is the only one. So let's counter offer and then uh, hide here and kind of see who's on the board uh, if we want to if there is somebody we want to move up for. So there's a couple linebackers on the board, and you know we probably at least have to consider the uh, the linebacker spot. Baron Browning and Dylan Moses are on the board. Uh, let's take a look at the cornerback position too, see what we got on the board there. You guys know, of course, I like some of the guys here in the in, the, uh, in kind of this range, like day two, but a lot of them are already off the board. Uh, but Elijah Molden is a solid player. Uh, and, of course, I really like Ifedu Melifonwu. Uh, Tyson Campbell of Georgia is still on the board. You know what? Maybe not a, a, bad, a bad offer here because I could uh, I can ensure I get Melifonwu. Really like his play. So, you know what? Let's go ahead and uh, and make that deal here. 73 and 152, 458, and trade goes through, and so let's go ahead and grab the corner there, Fedu Melifonwu out of Syracuse, and actually now too, looking at the, the list of team needs 
that uh, the draft network has on the mock draft machine. We've actually now hit the top three needs of quarterback, offensive tackle, and cornerback. So solid job so far. And actually, too, I think this is the first mock we're doing since the since the guys at TDN uh, went in and did a kind of refresh of their predictive board. So uh, going to be a little different now here in terms of what players could be available. Um, but at least it keeps things freshed up and, you know, freshen up, but, uh, we've got a pick here or we've got a trade offer here. Titans are offering pick 100 and 187 for our fourth round pick 113. Uh, so it's a chance to move back into the uh, back end of round three and pick up a sixth round pick here. So, I, kind of, I, I like this deal. Move back into round three. So let's go ahead and accept this deal. We'll pick up an extra pick in the, uh, in the sixth round. So now we're back on the board here in round three. Pick number 100 overall. Uh, so we've attacked quarterback. We've attacked offensive tackle, uh, corner. We could look at tight end. We could look at uh, linebacker. And there's a couple of tight ends on the board, especially uh, a really intriguing one out of Boston College, and that's Hunter Long, 6'5", 254, uh, was a pretty strong, productive offense or uh, tight end at Boston College, uh, had 89 targets in 2020. That actually led all tight ends in terms of uh, targets and led the nation with 57 receptions for 685 yards. And we know the Panthers are going to probably address the tight end position at some point here. And it feels like now they're probably going to move on from Ian Thomas. You know, maybe not this year, but. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of you, your favorite football team, what you wear to the playoff watch party, that song that you stream over and over to get you pumped up for the gym, or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are best to listen to on a long road trip, or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic bowl cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you. And the ability to choose the plan you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies, is what the State Farm personal price plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Obviously, you guys know I was uh, pretty high on him last year, Ian Thomas, and he was obviously very quiet. But now you bring in a, a productive tight end out of college and a, you know a good-sized one, too, at 6'5", 254. Give the Panthers, give Justin Fields an extra weapon in the middle of the field. So let's go ahead and attack the tight end position here, too, and grab Hunter Long at pick number 100. So there you go. We moved up 13 spots, added a tight end position, and now we've attacked the top four needs that TDN has for the Panthers in the mock draft here. Quarterback, offensive tackle, cornerback, and, and tight end. So now we sit and wait until we get back on the board in round five. So uh, while we're waiting, a good time to 
Give a shout out to our other friends over at BuiltBar.com. And of course, appreciate the hookups at Built Bar. I've had the peanut butter crisp. I tried the coconut brownie uh, the other day as well, and it was actually quite good. You know, the, the brownies, the little pieces of brownie, mm, very nice. Uh, but of course, those aren't the only flavors. There's a whole bunch of other flavors at Built Bar. Uh, so a lot of great flavors, coconut almond, raspberry, peanut butter, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, but like I said, I tried the peanut butter crisp the other day and the coconut brownie. Very good stuff. So really appreciate you guys, Built Bar. Um, these are great. These are really good bars and really packed with protein. I mean, the, the peanut butter crisp bar in uh, just that little bar, there's about 20 about 20 some grams of protein which is actually over about 40% of your daily intake so or your daily recommended value so just at a little bar you're getting a, a very nice chunk of protein and i mean it's like eating a candy bar you just sit there basically eating a candy bar tastes really good covered in chocolate and again i'm a big chocolate guy so i love it chocolate and peanut butter mm, that hits the spot for me Great if you're a health-conscious guy. Great if you're trying to lose or maintain weight. So, I mean, it's just absolutely incredible. So, listen, I know I've been raving on it a bit, but I encourage you guys to try it for yourselves because these are really good. Don't just take it from me. And I'm not a guy that usually eats coconut, but when I ate that coconut brownie bar, it was actually really good. So, take it from me that someone that does not eat coconut a lot. This is good stuff. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON20, try it for yourselves, and save yourselves a little bit of money with 20% off your next order. So again, that's BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKEDON20, that's the number 20, and get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Back to the mock draft machine here. Round number five here, and we are... On the clock here, and again, of course, we picked up, or actually round six, excuse me, on the board here in round six, pick 187, and really at this point, we could probably just go BPA, or just kind of add some uh, add some players at different positions, who knows. Um, for the most part, the top guys left on the board are wide receivers, you know, the the top guy, at least in terms of the rankings here of who's available, is Bryce Thompson, the cornerback out of Tennessee. Well, we've already picked up a corner in this draft, and again, we've got some young guys that we want to take a look at. So I don't think we have to hit corner here. And also, too, it wouldn't surprise me if they attack the cornerback position in free agency as well. Uh, but a lot of good wide receivers here on the board. Marlon Williams of UCF, Wap Filer of Indiana, Shai Smith with a nice week in Mobile out of South Carolina, Josh Edamore Bebe of Illinois, Simi Fajoko of Stanford, and then you've got uh, you've got a couple of running backs, um, but also wouldn't surprise me if the Panthers re-sign Mike Davis in free agency. We can attack the interior offensive line here too, which um, is probably a possible probably a legit possibility, especially the way, again, we've, you know, they might be replacing a couple guys for free agents. And Jack Anderson is a guy that I've kind of mentioned here and there a little bit. Uh, you know, six, four and a half, 309 pounds, uh, solid guard, 
So, you know, adds a little bit of depth. Could be a possible replacement for Chris Reed. We're in round six, and we've got another pick in round six coming as well. So let's go ahead, uh, add to our interior line. Let's add Jack Anderson, the interior offensive lineman, out of Texas Tech. And then get right back on the clock at pick 195. And, you know, just for fun, let's take a look at the safety position. Um, but that could be a position, too, I think, that the Panthers could address in free agency. But you've got guys like DeMar Hamill of Pittsburgh on the board, Christian Apoff of Illinois State, Ashari Crosswell, Arizona State, Jamin Sherwood of Auburn, uh, Lamont Wade of Penn State is still on the board. Uh, linebackers, you know, depending on how they feel, I guess, on Jermaine Carter, but linebackers still on the board. K.J. Britt of Auburn, Grant Stewart of Houston, Patty Fisher of Northwestern. You know, Patty Fisher, he's he's an interesting case because, you know, we know he's he was very high up there in terms of, like, draft buzz a couple years ago and then kind of started to fade back probably maybe more of a two down backer or two down linebacker but with the Panthers that might not necessarily be a bad spot for him because he would probably be the guy that you know because you have Shaq Thompson and you have Jeremy Chin those can those can be your linebackers or at least Chin of course is the hybrid those can be your guys in nickel formation so Patty Fisher can be you know the guy that comes out but he can help you you know in the early rundowns so you know let's give him a shot let's compete him with Jermaine Carter let's see who can be that third linebacker let's see who can help uh, against the run in some early downs so let's go with Patty Fisher here in round six kind of uh, adds add a little bit to the linebacker position as well and so now rolling through the rest of round six and heading into round seven. And if I remember correctly, I don't believe the Panthers even have a seventh round pick. So we're going through the last few picks. And yeah, we're done. That was our last pick. So yeah, if we wanted Fisher, that was that was the pick to get him. You know, maybe he'll be there in undrafted free agency. I don't know, but I could see somebody taking a shot on him in round six or seven. So that's it. That's our latest mock draft here on the podcast. So again, just to recap, the Panthers ended up with kind of the dream scenario in the first round. The Justin Fields was able to fall to them at pick number eight. So we're able to sit there not have to give up any picks. And we land the, you know, one of the prized, uh, prize possessions for the Panthers in this draft and Justin Fields. Then we shirt up the offensive tackle position at pick 39 with Dylan Radins of North Dakota State. You know, Alex Leatherwood certainly was a possibility there as well. Then we traded up, you know, had a, a pretty decent offer from the Ravens and we were able to get one of the one of the better corners, I think, there on day two in a Fedu Melifon out of Syracuse. Then had another trade up, making a swap with the Titans to move up to pick 100 and grabbed a very productive tight end in Hunter Long from Boston College. Then at pick 187, Jack Anderson, the guard from Texas Tech. And then linebacker Patty Fisher at pick 195 to wrap things up. And we ended up only making uh, 
three trades in this one. Again, we flipped with the Ravens, went from 73 to 58, also sending pick 152 to the Ravens. Then we made a trade with the Titans, sending uh, picks 113 and 185 this year, plus a fifth rounder in the 2022 draft. But, you know, for all intents and purposes with these mock drafts, those future picks mean nothing. Uh, we picked up pick 100 and pick 187, which, of course, wound up being Hunter Long and Jack Anderson. So that's the latest live mock for here. And I think we made out pretty good. I think uh, I think the Panthers would be pretty happy with that. They get their quarterback of the future without giving up any value. You get one of your bookend tackles. And again, ideally by this point, you've locked up Taylor Moten. Uh, you've added some help at the cornerback position. You've added a tight end. You've added some help in the interior line. And you've added uh, some linebacker help. So really, we've hit on arguably the six biggest needs for the Carolina Panthers in this draft. So I think it worked out pretty well here. Uh, but as always, let me know what you guys think. You know, how did I do? And, you know, send me screenshots of your mock drafts from, uh, well, really any of the mock sites. But give me your mock drafts. Let me know what you guys think. And I think that's going to be a good spot to wrap it up here. So really appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, I think it was a really good start, not just to the week, but to the month. Because, again, it's March 1st. March Madness is right around the corner. So a lot of good stuff coming. So good way to start the week in the month. So thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys have a great rest of your Monday. And we'll see you next time right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends. We will see you soon. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.